Welcome back to the BCP. My third chance to charm. Sorry, Dennis. There's a hiss in the background. That's the laptop fan. I don't know how to tell to shut up. Maybe I shouldn't be like I don't know running other things. Yeah, you can kill me later. Uh, I just want to add on a little bit to uh, talking about school. Uh, kind of focus a little bit on uni because probably this closer in time I could remember it a bit a little bit clearer than uh, other things. But um, like the bro and I used to take yellow school buses, and I hate yellow school buses. There's reasons for it. Um, I was sick a lot. I got, I had migraines. I got the halo a lot, so I ended up throwing up a lot. But one, I'm just gonna guess, like one out of every three, one out of every four trips, some other kid would get motion sickness and throw up on the bus, right? And they had, uh, I think cocked or somehow locked all the windows, so you couldn't open them because I think they were afraid the little elementary kids would jump out into traffic or something stupid like that. Which I kind of understand, because, you know, kids can be dumb. But, yeah, if someone puked, right? You know, the puke would move back and forth underneath the seats. And, you know, the smell would permeate through the bus, right? So, if I hadn't thrown up, I usually would after, you know, because I was one last ones to get off the bus. So, fuck school, yellow school buses. And, uh, there's one time, we were, uh, we lived at the East End of Edmonton for a bit. And then we moved back into the immigrant quarter. And one of the bus drivers let the bro drive, bro being six years old at this time. You know, we were down on like a side, we were on a main street, we were on a side street, right? And yeah, the bro was just kind of standing and kind of controlling the steering wheel. And at one point, it's like he started drifting towards an oncoming car. And the bus driver was like, yeah, let me take care of that, says the bus driver. Uh, we always rode long. Buses. I, I never knew um, the derogatory term of short bus until much later, because uh, the short buses are reserved for uh, the disabled kids or differently able kids. I think that's the politically correct term. I, I'm older, so I'm entering that phase where I'm like trying to keep up with what is um, polite conversation. Uh, it's hard because I grew up in the in the age of, um, you know, using the term retarded, which I've been yelled at many times, because sometimes I'll forget myself and I'll yell at because I'm upset at something. Uh, one I don't use uh, is faggot. Because um, I, you, you know, it was used to be used, not in terms of, you know, a bundle of wood, but a derogatory slur for homosexuals. So that one I've generally cleansed, uh, unless I'm really, really angry or probably really drunk. Uh, there's no excuse for it, but uh, another random thing, getting away from language, is uh, Looney's came out in 1987. I remember finding one, uh, I think it was in elementary, like grade five or something, I had keys. I found one like frozen in the field and ice, I remember shipping out using my keys. I didn't mess up the keys, thankfully, but I got a Looney out of it, and the dollar back in 87 was, a, 87 or 88 was a big thing. Oh, yeah, we had... Uh, um, kind of mock school Olympics in 88. I remember, you know, getting a medal. It's probably a silver medal. I, you know, I'm not good at anything. Uh, I think that got tossed out with my box of mementos what, from one move. Then, uh, kind of skipping over junior high and, and high school. Uh, probably come up 
more oh the biohazard locker um in high school one of the guys uh there's a little bit of shame for me here too not just me but you know we had a extra locker that would hadn't been assigned to anyone in kind of the bank of lockers amongst my high school friends and every day one of the guys also named john would throw like kind of um biological material like leftover food like banana peels or yogurt or whatever right and it filled up after like a semester or halfway through school i can't remember anyways the teachers found out because there's you know flies and all sorts of grody um critters going through there i don't think i don't know if we got mice or not anyways they made joint cleaning and the rest of us we kind of bailed on him right pretty sure he was angry about that and rightfully so we were kind of assholes and just kind of left him to his fate cleaning this shit out <laughs> going from there to uh to back to university one of our uh, profs he looked just like hank scorpio like mirror for mirror hank scorpio off the simpsons and i worked for him for um on a co-op term well i worked in a company he worked for for a co-op term uh, this side gig uh, besides being a university prof and Beardsley worked for him afterwards and we compared notes um, so there was one trip we made out to the Vermilion Fire School we were out to do some sampling and we went got caught up in this massive hail and thunderstorm and like you couldn't see right and like you know this was a single lane you know what one way each way um highway right and everyone was pulled off to the side because the storm was really bad and at this point uh you know professor scorpio drove like one of those like old 70s boats right and he was merrily you know as he was like ripping down the highway so at this point i was terrified right and i looked to the other co-student in the back and we both looked at jerry and we both agreed that we were going to die <laughs> on this before we made it back to Edmonton. To be fair, I've done stupid things like that afterwards. I've driven through blizzards and, you know, blinding rainstorms at that speed. But at this point, when I wasn't in control, I was scared for my life. Um, Beard told me afterwards, because he got a ride from, like, I think, to a different work site in Edmonton, that he didn't stop at four-way stops or some, sometimes red lights. He would just blow right through them. And Beard says, like, what are you doing, Prof? It's just like, oh, I'm trying to get an accident. I'm going to write this car off, you know. It's more it's worth more if I get written off. <laughs> I think Beardsley lost it on him. He never got into that write-off accident, thankfully. I think he sold his car off and got a different one. But, um, I, because, uh, we actually had one of our, we had first classes early with him in our university term. And later, I think in the last year or so, and we had to do presentations about air matter. And uh, I actually put up a picture of Scorpio with his flamethrower. Uh, the prof caught on; he was unimpressed. And during that presentation, someone asked like the simplest question, right? And I blanked. I don't know why. And Beardsley just looked over because it was my turn to answer, right? And just like confused at why I had a blank. And before this, like, I was nervous. I was pacing back and forth before the presentation. Like, I, um, you know, that was probably a symptom of the anxiety disorder I've, you know, periodically been diagnosed. Well, not that I periodically had or not. I've always had it for a while. It was just, 
not every shrink would catch up on it. Um, so I definitely had a university. Uh, so I'm more willing to talk about these things because it actually explains some things. Uh, what the why of me, not everything, and not giving me an excuse, but kind of colors of certain why I did certain things. Uh, yeah, and there, there's more, I'm sure. Um, but some of it's tied in, you know, like uh, I met Beardsley at uni, uh, and then, you know, during drinking bouts, especially on Sunday during super, during NFL season, you know, I met uh, Rugbot and Dennis and Dave. I don't know where you are, Dave. I hope you're still alive, right? Uh, but he is the one who deigned uh, Dennis as being Dennis on that infamous trip to Russell, Manitoba, which hopefully uh, you've gonna heard now. No pressure, Dennis. I know that it's that's a long one. It might we might have to break it up into a couple parts, but um, I know Dennis is working hard on it. And you know, besides me, I'm who's kind of an unemployed bum. You know, everyone else has is busy with their work, and like, um, you know, they, you know, very responsible. As opposed to when we were in university, where you know we were carefree. I'm, I'm kind of going back towards that state. Uh, hopefully, I guess I need to get a job or something like that. But that's a problem for future John. Uh, but I've kind of carried on. I'm sure Dennis is probably cleaning some of this up because I go on and on. Uh, anyways, thank you for listening. I, you know, always grateful for anyone who listens to this, uh, and it actually inspires me to keep recording. And I'm sure some of you is like, oh God, why won't this guy shut up? Well, you pay me enough money, I will. That is an offer. Anyways, it is past the, the halfway point in April 2021. And we'll catch you on the next one.